to face the unknown and ponder the question. Welcome back to A Stark Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey. And Di. What's up? Number 10. Number 10. Yeah. Number 10. 10th episode. 10th episode. Yeah. I can't believe it. Wild. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, right? Ooh. Like, uh, 10 episodes deep is, is pretty wild. Um, mm-hmm. Did you think we were going to get this far? I know that's kind I of mean, funny to say, but... It's just... The fact that we just were able to keep doing this <laughs> and like people are still are tuning in and yeah. listening and giving honest, amazing feedback and are very interested and we're hearing from all over. All over. Or from the world. And yeah. it's like, oh wow. I love it. Yeah. It's I, like a, it's like a new at least for me, it's like a newfound like passion. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. For sure. Like this is this is great. The fact I can like express this passion out in this Format. Pla- format, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, platform. Amazing. No, platform is a Plat- great word yeah. for it. So. Um, yeah, so, hey, we're here for number 10. We're also getting blessed by Marvel this year by just having. <laughs> There's so it, much. Like, unlimited amounts of just content we're to discuss. eating very well, yeah. as they say. <laughs> I can't even keep up sometimes. Yeah. We were just discussing um, real quick, like, about, you know, Shang-Chi and the Eternals trailer and what if. And we still haven't even seen Ms. Marvel come to the table with a date release yet. Or anything date. from Hawkeye and, also. And nothing from Hawkeye. And of course, There's, our friend Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> who is still missing in action. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, it's going to be a crazy, crazy season. Like, you know, there's it could change four, any second There's four now. months left in the year. That's Actually, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like three months because August is almost over. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like next week is September. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... So real quick, I mean, yeah, we've we've hit ten episodes, and let's do a, a real quick flashback of who we've already covered mm-hmm. for the new listeners um, or people who just forgot. We have done and covered Iron Man, Spider Man, Captain America, Scarlet Witch with our friend, special guest Stephen Ray Morris. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Loki, Mini Marvel number one, where we did a Q and A between Jeffrey and I, Black Widow, Jessica Jones, and of course. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's pretty awesome that we have that under our belt so far, know, and, yeah. and much more to come. Um, I do have some news for you, Jeffrey. Oh, this is the redacted note in, oh. in my in my uh, my note here. Oh, we have speaking of people across the globe. Uh huh. New a new one. New listener news in Ireland. Okay. So hello to our Ireland friends. Yes. And Austria. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Austria. Austria. That's amazing. <laughs> so hello to you both. Thanks. Welcome. Welcome. We hope you love what you hear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we can kind of roll into it. So let's do it. This week is going to be really interesting or this episode rather, um, you know, with with the hype of Disney Plus and the shows that they're dropping. Um, of course, the latest one is What If? Um, and if this is a new concept to you, this actually originated in the comic books. Um, and before I get too deep into that, just wanted to say once again, we are not experts. We don't claim to be. Just enjoy what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the discussion. And we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to shoot us a message anytime. Um, so 
this is actually, uh, this is part of this um, segment of comic book history where Stan kind of let go of things where he wasn't necessarily like the sole creator yeah. of these things, of okay. these titles and these characters. And so um, this is where you kind of start to see things that are presented by Stan Lee, Got not it. so much created by. Yeah. And so uh, the first issue actually dropped in February 1977, um, you know, because he's busy doing other stuff yeah, and growing the properties. Yeah. And the first issue was, what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? Um, which, funny enough, he actually does later on. <laughs> like, like decades re- later. Like, did he replace somebody? On no. The, or just they just became joined? the Fantastic oh, five, five. okay. And they had fives on their chest. Nice. And, you know, instead of a spider emblem, he had nice. a, uh, a five. Um, and so... Th- in, uh, the first issue in particular was conceived, written, and edited by Roy Thomas. I say conceived because it's literally written as conceived, which is really interesting. Um, drawn by Jim Craig, inked by pa- Pablo Marcos, colored by Janice Cohen, um, one of the like you know initial female creators in, in mm. the biz, which is pretty awesome, with uh, John Costanza on lettering. And so I wanted to pull this quote from Wikipedia, um, first and foremost, because it was actually, it's quite good. It kind of sums it all up in one little neat little sentence. Um, And it defines what if as stories explore how the Marvel Universe might have unfolded if key moments in its history had not occurred as they did in mainstream continuity. Mm -hmm. So more or less, that's that's what we're hearing in trailers, you know, very similarly. Um, It has over about 200, more than 200 issues. Oh, wow. And 13 volumes. Oh, geez. Since 1977. Okay. And that, in particular, is throughout 2018, which is relatively recent. Um, I honestly hadn't even... It didn't dawn on me that they were that current. I thought they dropped it maybe in 2005 or so, but Mm -hmm. some made it through. Um, And they're actually re-releasing marketing they're re-releasing like new volumes of the collections so there's like two or three out i almost picked one up for free comic book day actually Mm -hmm. um but i have them here and i have some digitally so uh so when what was the the first do you recall the first time you'd even heard of this concept of what if of what if yeah i think i'm pretty sure it's when the when the trailer the trailer dropped, yeah, for, yeah. yeah I was I didn't even I was like, oh I didn't even know this was like a yeah uh, I didn't know it was like an, a con I thought it was kind of just like a like yeah like that would be like cool to see yeah. but then I was like oh it's an it's an actual comic re- book run right so I'm like that's like exciting um so do do you recall even hearing about it from San Diego Comic Con in 2019. Oh yeah, like the like during the a hall huge, during the hall yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in that hall. Nice. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. Very difficult to get into, but we our our group let me, real quick. Our group, I think we had like twelve people yeah. and we figured out a scheduling system. Oh, like for, like, so, like people to like leave and come yeah, back and everything. Exactly that. Because Hall H is a monster. You gotta be dedicated. Like you, you got you literally how, have how, to sleep over. How early do people get in line for like the Marvel Hall For H? Saturday? Thursday. No joke. Oh, so for the Saturday <laughs> panel, you have to line up yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, I've, I've been going since way back in the day where you could you could quite honestly just walk, walk up yeah. and walk in and maybe brave an hour long, you know, line. Now you you have to get in line. I think Marvel Studios changed that. They, they, you know, what's funny enough. I think the reason why it got so bad was because of Twilight. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, Twilight it's, it's a very big following. Yeah. Twilight has a very big following. It was following. huge. And, and they were kind of contending at the same time with Harry Potter. So those uh, two at the same time. Yeah. 
And then here comes Marvel and, and WBDC, and yeah. that's when it really started to get yeah. difficult. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I do remember that I, do, I have a stack of comics here, and my first what-if exposure was actually... Um, this bad boy right here. And so <laughs> I'm holding Is up the, that? what if Rogue possessed the th power of Thor? Oh my gosh. This is a nightmare that no one needs to see. <laughs> Cause she's, she's already strong and yeah, tough. Exactly. She's That's what basically, I was saying. yeah. Um, and so imagine her with Mjolnir and causing havoc. And it's very much like the cover. She kind of goes Just crazy. crazy with yeah. It. yeah. Um, so that was kind of my first, my first exposure to it. I want to say this was like in the nineties. Yeah, I'd say the 90s. Um, and I saw it on the shelf at the comic shop, and I was like, I like Rogue. I'm going to pick this up. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. then from then, I kind of went backwards and forwards and picked up a few more that we'll talk about later. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I feel like uh, the show is is predominantly something that really introduced this concept to people. And also, you know, it's it's interesting for people who have never thought of, like, oh, we could actually see these yeah, scenarios I mean, played it's, out. It's just every every person's like pipe dream kind of thing, right? Um, and so you know, um, you know, if you've watched the show or you're familiar with the concept at all, or you've paid attention to some of the MCU films, um, at the helm of all that is what if is the Watcher, um, who more or less is named Uatu, um, and he in particular was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, and made his first appearance in Fantastic Four number 13, mm -hmm. April 1963. Okay. And so, um, in, in tradition, I have one Just trading one. card of The Watcher from 1992. Um, and so, let's learn a little bit about him before we dive into the series. And so, it says, The most awesome responsibility of any being in the cosmos belongs to The Watcher. Sworn to only witness events, never influence them. The Watcher could not even take a hand during the universe-spanning battle for control of the all-powerful Infinity Gauntlet. Ageless and beyond human understanding, The Watcher perhaps feels regret for his solitary vigil. But whatever his true feelings, he stands silent as history unfolds, and he watches. That's inter That's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's just funny because the Eternals trailer just came out and like <laughs> they're also yeah. not allowed to interfere right. unless, you know, some, but, but they're allowed to interfere unless the, yeah. the deviant, whatever, come, come Right. In. And the, yeah, like uh, I think it was if only, if it's not only a human or yeah. Terran ordeal, yeah, they, can, yeah. they can interfere. Because the Celestials told them yeah. to. Right. And it's like. And so for, for Uatu in particular, his is an interesting concept as well. And we briefly, very briefly talked about him in another episode and you were like, well, what does the watcher do? And I was like, he, Just watches. he watches. <laughs> and yes, sadly, that's like, it's very true. And that's, yeah. that's his role. But for Uatu, um, he's kind of got an interesting backstory in that um, the watchers themselves, they're the oldest species in the universe. Uh -huh. And so they're like the keepers of all time and yeah. knowledge. And so, um, they're committed to, to observing and compiling all the knowledge and, and aspect, aspects of the universe and the happenings within it. And so um, the, the key moment, the catalyst moment for them um, was, I guess there's this, they had gained information on, on how nuclear energy is, you know, its properties and what it could do. And, and so they thought at the beginning of their stages, they thought, oh, well, if we imbue 
these uh, these what are they called the prosilicons okay. with this knowledge. It's kind of like cavemen and fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you introduce the 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 way of creating fire from you know mm-hmm. rock and flint and all this stuff. Yeah. Like what what could they do with that power? And so the watchers themselves gave this information about nuclear energy to a species called the prosilicans and they ultimately destroyed themselves. Oh, jeez. And so from that point on, the watchers were like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) perhaps we shouldn't interfere with with these things. And, and, you know, because they they go in with good intent and it ends up, it ended up catastrophically. So from that point on, they were like, okay, we're We're just gonna, gonna, we're gonna hang tight and just (laughs) (laughs) just sit at the sidelines and, and let, nature runs its, its course thing, yeah. yeah and so and so for uatu um it's said that his father was actually one of those watchers okay. and so uatu's like uh his his sort of his sort of uh goal in life is to see all of these multiple occurrences of different timelines and uh-huh. branches and all that stuff hoping to find a scenario that what his father and those watchers did actually ended up in the good way. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like that Doctor Strange thing at yeah. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. How many, you know, like how many um, scenarios yeah. did he saw? Like one million, little, little, little. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the number? <laughs> 14 million, 605. Is that really the number? Yeah. I feel like that is the number. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jeffrey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that number. So he's, he's essentially going through all of those scenarios, trying to find the one event where it didn't end catastrophically uh, and that is his post as the watcher nice and so um homeboy he he's on the moon I've, i think i've mentioned this before uh-huh. it's the blue area of the moon which is very pertinent to to many um different characters in the marvel universe in that um not only the inhumans the inhumans have their kingdom there okay um i know you didn't watch the show but uh, i know yeah <laughs> i hope they kind of revisit that one day yeah. um but their their kingdom is on the blue area of the moon um for the x-men in the in the phoenix saga jean gray and, and all of those happenings she died in the blue, blue area of the moon it's a it plays a big part in the comic books um but yeah uh let's see so the Watcher is defined as an altruist. So okay. once again, he's like, he wants the good for all people. Um, but he has violated his code Ooh. and actually interfered Okay, in, on some occasions. And it's kind of funny because it's like, oh, I cannot do it. I cannot. And then he interferes and it's like, you, you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of wonder if. You know, this is only season one of the show that we're currently seeing. Yeah. I wonder if they're ever going to touch on any of this as far as he's concerned, you know, because yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's very it's very Twilight zone in that, like, the narrator in yes. Twilight Zone never actually interferes. But he does, like, play fourth wall. Yeah, he does, for <laughs> in sure. In some uh-huh. episodes, you know? Yeah. Um, whether you're watching the new one or the old one, um, the, the old one is, like, one of my favorite things Yeah, in the no, world. I, lo- I've, I love the <laughs> old Twilight Zone with um, yeah. Rod Sterling. Rod's, yeah. Rod's, Rod Serling. Serling. Yeah, there's no T. I All always right. think there's a T. Um, and so let me just read off a few of his powers because I feel like he's also, you know, you kind of, he's that, he's that silent type where you're not sure, like, how much power does this guy actually have? Mm -hmm. And so I have noted that he, this is a long laundry list, (laughs) possesses psionic abilities such as flight, telepathy, 
energy manipulation, power negating force field projection, illusion casting, appearance altering. So he's kind of like a shapeshifter. Nice. Time travel. So he can actually he can actually either time travel on his own or he can bring a group or a person and time travel. Oh, wow. To, at his own will. Any... He doesn't have to conjure anything. He can just do it. And of course, immortality. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's again, he's he's old, old, old. He comes from generations before. Um, and it's interesting because he kind of reminds me of Tinkerbell. <laughs> in a weird way, because he has immortality if, as long as he has the will to live. Oh, okay. So that's the catch. Yeah, that's the yeah. catch. It's like he can live forever as long as he himself want to live. wants to live. So if he felt like, if he just fell into a dark hole one day and he was like, you know what? I'm done. The Watcher would be gone. Um, yeah. That's kind of dark and it's heavy. It's very wow, dark, yeah. And so, well, I, you know, and you kind of think about it, you know, seeing all of these different timelines and, and, and catastrophic events that happen, like, at one point, does it numb you? Yeah. In his case, you know? He's already kind of seen the worst of it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like, yeah. like, how catastrophic of an event do you have to see for you to step in and break your code? Right. You know? Right, Jeez. right. And so I imagine, like, imagine, like, uh, he's on, he's just on this sliding scale constantly of, like, Nope, I cannot. Yeah. No, I should. No, I cannot. It's like ah. Uh, and then maintaining uh, the idea of like, I should. Should I even bother doing this anymore? And he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. keep going. And so, um, very briefly, <laughs> as briefly as I possibly can, um, we actually talked. To, you know, uh, we chatted a little, little bit about um, this previous storyline, Original Sin, where Nick Fury ended up being the Watcher. Yes. I mentioned it very, yeah. very briefly, but um, so to kind of bounce a little bit back to that. Um, you know, I mentioned the father and, and that's kind of how, you know, that's his, uh, his meaning, his purpose for, for being the watcher at this, at that, you know, as long as we've known until uh -huh. the recent times. But, um, in original sin, the crazy thing is it starts out with Uatu and his eyes have been gouged out. And so there's this gigantic storyline. And you have to imagine, Uatu is not like a normal sized human being like yeah, you yeah. and I. They're like kind of like how they are in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Like huge, They're kind of big. They tall, have, yeah, yeah. They're like alien-like. And so these eyeballs are like beach balls. They're huge. Jeez. And so um, there's this character Orb who is, who's seeking the eyes. Um, and, and Nick Fury has a parallel storyline to that. And, um, you know... You gotta go read it if you want to read it. It's mm -hmm. by Jason Aaron. He he did one of the he he's done many books. And he was kind of like the it boy for for many years, um, like five years ago. And he did Thor titles, and he's just a great writer all around. But um, you know, Uatu visited Nick Fury um, to witness him because he was he was the Infinity Formula that Nick Fury had okay. was depleting, and he was seeking like why what was happening to him. And um, they had a fight. They had a squabble. Like, Nick Fury was just so in the moment of, like, tell me what's wrong with me. And, you know, he's the Watcher. He knows everything. Yeah. And Fury kills him. He kills Oof. the Watcher. And then he takes the second eye. And then uh, it's, it's found that these eyes are like cameras. Literally cameras. They and they see. record everything oh that they have gosh. seen. So it's like the power of the multiverse and all of its knowledge in an eyeball. And That's so, crazy. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, you know, 
um, Fury at the at the end of that story, Fury inherits the mantle and becomes the, the watcher. Un- the watcher, but they title him the Unseen. Okay. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that that was kind of a wild story, and we hadn't seen the Watcher in the comic books since that story, which was yeah, like a, a couple years ago. I want to say 2016, but I could be wrong. But um, he was just very recently revived in, last year, actually, in a storyline called Empire where um, the Avengers and other heroes came together to fight and prevent an incoming invasion of the Kree and the Skrull. Oh. And it was all led by a character named Hulkling. Okay. Who is Teddy Altman. Um, he is... <laughs> we're going to get into these family branches now. Oh. Family trees. He, Teddy Altman is the husband of Billy who is Wiccan, who is Scarlet Witch's son. Nice. Oh yeah, there it is. So they're they're Not together. Confusing. Yeah, they just got <laughs> they just got married uh, very recently as well. Um, but he is he is I believe the son of Marvel who is the original Captain Marvel. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So okay, Teddy okay, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the there's a whole other thing. But long story short, the Watcher is alive again. Nice. So <laughs> good timing for that. Um, so yeah, that just happened last year. Um, what you know, what kind of presence he's going to have in the comic books here on out. Who's to say? Yeah. Like, you know, again, he, he watches. Everything. Uh, uh, yeah, sees everything. Yeah. And what that what that means for Nick Fury, you know, I think, uh, I believe he sent him back to Earth and, and maybe took, you know, reclaimed his mantle as the Watcher. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. And so from all of that, rewind, fast forward to Gardens of the Galaxy 2, and we had mentioned, you know, Stan has obviously the most, he had the most appearances in, in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people joke, oh, he's the Watcher, he's the Watcher. And actually, he has a name. And he's the Watcher Informant. Nice. Because he's playing this character. Yeah. Who then reports to the, to watchers. the watchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's actually like kind of like a, a character of sorts that that's like... Uploading the information love that. to the watchers. I love that. And so from then, you know, we hadn't seen that was our first iteration of the the watchers in the MCU in live action. Yeah, yeah, until now. And I believe those three are like I don't even think that was Uatu. I think that was Uatu's father and two of his cohorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's a theory. I don't yeah. know. Um, but now we see Uatu in the beginning of every, every Disney yeah, every episode. Of, yeah, of what if? And so that brings us to the modern age. And so, of course, he's voiced by Jeffrey Wright. Jeff and I were actually talking about Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. <laughs> you lost me. Show. I was like, wait, who, who are you actually talking about? <laughs> Jeffrey with a J. There it is. We were, we were talking about Jeffrey Wright um, just before the show and, and how his voice is so, like, uh, the presence that his voice has. Yeah, and it's, it's very clear why he was chosen as the Watcher. He's not quite a Morgan Freeman, but not quite but a Liam like Neeson, this, but he's... He just has his form of bravado, grandiose right. yeah, voice. Yeah, 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 I agree. And do you know, are you familiar at all with his other voice work? Oh. I, have, I have three in particular that I like love and I have to mention them, but. Oh, if, maybe if you say it, I'll be yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. So, well, not even voice work, but in Sandman, he plays Destiny. Okay. Sandman is, you know, Neil Gaiman, um, probably his most famous work. Oh, okay. Um, and that's that's a more current thing. And then he was also, of course, in Batman. He was yes. Commissioner Gordon yeah. and Batman uh-huh. himself in, in various games and shows, I think. I don't know about the shows. Games, I'm pretty sure. And of course, speaking of games, 
I'm a The Last of Us fan, and he plays Isaac in um, the oh, second game. Okay. Who is the leader of the WLF? Oh, uh, okay. And he's basically the guy that you just hate. <laughs> he, nice. He's the ultimate enemy in that game, and he's also in and he's Westworld, right? Yes, he yeah. is. He's in. He's yeah. a very accomplished yeah. actor. Like his, um, like, yeah, his voice and just yeah. his acting is like top tier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's it's nice to kind of see him bleed into animation more and more or games more and more in pop voice culture. Over work yeah, voiceover yeah. work. His voiceover work is great. And so that brings us to the episodes. So by the time that y'all listen to this, we'll be three episodes deep. We're yeah. only going to talk about episodes one and two. Yeah. So spoiler alert for those who aren't caught up yet, yeah. I guess. I mean, but also, you know, it's worth saying, and I've mentioned this before, that the the show is not does not correlate to anything in particular in the comics. And the comics is very much an anthology series, yeah. just like the show should be, more or less. Um, and you do see recurring characters, but they're not playing the same character. Yeah. So even though we're going to see, like, for instance, our first subject is going to be Captain Carter, even though we obviously seem to see Peggy in another episode, it's not necessarily going to be the same Peggy. Yeah, It's that version of Captain Carter, different, different branch, if you will. And so, um, did you know that Captain Carter was before our conversation? Did you know that she was actually from the comics? I at think all? so. Yeah, I think I've 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 heard that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's even funnier is that she the comics were not her first appearance. Really. Really. And so this is an interesting factoid because this kind of it kind of frightens me a little because Marvel is so expansive as far as the universe goes, uh -huh. and so of course there are Marvel games. Yes. And so. Uh, I was addicted addicted to this game when it first came out. It came out in 2013, 2016. No, 2013. It was called Marvel Puzzle Quest. Oh. And it's like uh, it's like a bejeweled candy. Oh, okay. Candy yeah, Crush it's kind of like Candy okay. Crush, but it's Marvel superheroes, and you're playing your team versus another team of uh -huh. three characters that you choose versus the CPU or whoever. And um, Captain Carter was actually introduced in 2016 in Marvel Puzzle Quest. Interesting. Right. That's a very strange avenue to introduce a character yeah. that didn't exist anywhere, a anywhere else. Anywhere else? Yeah, exactly. Nowhere else. And. Um, and they actually just, I believe as of two weeks ago, maybe maybe the debut week of the show, mm -hmm. they just added that version of Captain Carter. So now there's a Captain oh. Carter and then a what if Captain Carter oh. in the game. And, you know, of course, you know how in-game purchases and all that <laughs> stuff work. I'm sure that's that's playing into it really well. But um, she was created by Jay Sai, Amanda Clark, and Paige Petru... I knew I was going to mess it up. <laughs> Paige Petruto? Petoruto. Sounds right. Yeah. Nice. Um, and so, you know, kudos to them, because that's freaking awesome. Um, now, for the comic book version of Captain Carter, she didn't come along until 2018. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So she's, again, very, very recent. Um, the most iconic kind of visual of her is a cover that Dave Marquez drew um, for Exiles number three. And that Peggy Carter hails from Earth 8. Six three one five, and so that's basically if you look it up, it's Captain Carter became Captain. She got the serum instead yeah. of Steve. It's the story that we have come to know in in the show, um, and so uh, yeah. That what did you? What were your thoughts on episode one? I enjoyed it. I mean, well, obviously it's because like I love that it's the original 
characters yeah. voicing them, which yeah. is always great. Some Except sort for of Chris Evans. So, so, yeah, some so, <laughs> some sort of authenticity or yeah. and familiarity for yeah, us. For sure. Um, it's awesome because it's like yeah, you get to see like these characters in a different light. Obviously, mm-hmm. bearing the question, what if? Yep. Makes and after seeing it, you're like, wow, like. I wonder how that would look live action. Like, what if, <laughs> like, what if Haley Atwell didn't actually hey, did all that? I feel like she would do it. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was great. Um, I love how it plays. It's literally the exact same storyline from the movie, mm-hmm. or whatever it's pulling from. Yeah. But it's just like this one little s- switch happened. And that's what I, I kind of loved about Jeffrey Wright portraying the Watcher in that because he even inserts himself as like, and that is the decision that changed the course. Yeah. Like, as I love like, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and and like, so you know immediately. It's like, it's the same old story. It's just yeah. like one little thing yeah. is, is flipping the story 180 yeah, kind of so thing. Yeah, it's so great. And I, I, you know, I kind of, as much as I would love to see these like live action, I do appreciate the fact that they are animated. And also, you know, and I, anyone who's talked to me about this show knows how much I love the animation for it just because it's so clean and so dynamic. And it's unique. just, it's so for, unique. For it, for, yeah. For that, yeah. And it's just a, a very quality type of animation that it's yeah. it's consistent you know yeah. and it's very attractive to the eye and um i think the resemblances to their actors are great and it's just yeah. it's kind of stunning in its own way it's very stunning and and of course you know props to to ryan minerding who's like again one of my favorite creators in, in the space and so he's the i believe he's the visual art lead for for the series mm-hmm. and he's done many 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 contributions to the mcu in general so um you know, he and his team have been like crushing this series. I think it's fantastic. I like think, yeah. that scene of that con- that straight up streamlined scene of Peggy going through. I don't know. Was it the hallway or whatever? And she's just fighting all the the yes. hydra. That was so reminiscent of the Daredevil, the infamous Daredevil scene. I think I, 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 think, <laughs> I think I thought of that too, and I was like, oh wow. Yeah, okay. and that that in particular was something I would love to see in live action because it was so cool. I was like, oh yeah, my god, that man. would be the Daredevil hallway scene. It would look so cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it's like, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of money to do it live action. Oh, exactly. So it's like exactly. Oh, let's just animate it, make, yeah. it, make it a series, and it's like, yeah, it works too. Like, it works I, perfectly. I think, yeah. Yeah, and and you know, of course, uh, Steve Rogers and the Hydra mess. I can't say it. Hot, hot, hot. Hydra Smasher. Hydra Stomper. Uh, Stomper. Hydra Stomper. Is it Stomper? Yeah. Shoot. See, I like flub myself up. <laughs> and I'm collecting these digital cards too, and I have like <laughs> oh, yeah. twelve. Di- like oh. dies on a, a whole <laughs> NFT digital on, collectible thing right I, now. Every, <laughs> every time I acquire a new NFT. <laughs> I have to tell somebody in how much I loathe myself for owning them because I was like, no, nah, that's a dumb idea. And then every week <laughs> or every day I'm checking in to get my mystery box. Yeah. And so let me look up the Hydra Stomper in my collection. And I've got a couple of those. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, it's a miracle that I didn't remember it because I'm staring at it every day. <laughs> yeah, so like, I have a couple of those. I have a like, couple of him. Oh, it is the Hydra Stomper. Because yeah. um, it's, cool, it's cool that you have it, but you're like, it's digital, it's but, digital. I can't but there's no it. there's no tangible like <laughs> card. You're like ah. And imagine how beautiful this. I'll, I'll post it. But imagine how beautiful that card would be. I know that'd be if that'd they be could sick. actually hold it. I know. And so I've got I've got quite a few from the What If series already. This is the Tops Marvel Universe um, trading card yeah, system. Tops too. Oh. And yeah, it's killing me. I uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it was cool to see that that version of not only the Mark One made by um by mr stark in that era 
and then for Steve to kind of be in it yeah. <laughs> on top of it. And I know? love that they, when, when it came to that train scene, yeah. um, I love how they made, oh, yeah. like, they, they made Steve being the one that dies. Dies, yeah. And but, all of the little Easter yeah. eggs in between. And Bucky's with, okay, but Bucky's Bucky. okay. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, oh, this, that's great. It's, like, and that's the crazy thing that kind of drives me nuts is that these are, again, these are stories that you know, that uh-huh. you've probably watched over and over and over again. And yet, at least for me, I was not able to predict. I wasn't going to predict any of that. Uh-huh. I was just like, oh, what's happening? I didn't even know. I'll tell you this, because, you know, I'm Miss I don't watch anything after yeah. the final trailer. Uh-huh. I didn't watch any of the little teasers, and I accidentally saw something of Peggy riding the, the back of the Hydra Stomper, yeah. right? And then, like, somebody had wrote, or in the caption, it said, like, Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers reunited again. I was like, damn, Steve's inside of it? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, bummer. Like, I, that would have been cool for me to, like, not, yeah. the reveal would have been there. But but again, even then, like, even as familiar as, as we are with these characters to watch the show, and then still not know exactly what's going to go down, mm-hmm. is is... I think that's awesome because it's like just yeah. riddled with what ifs. What if Bucky does fall off and then Steve's like, you know, like you yeah. just don't know what's going to happen. I, I love also um, how they still kept the romance between, with, between them. and Steve. Yeah. Even if even if it, like he doesn't have the serum, his body right. can change. Right. And I love that. Yeah. I was just like, OK, they kept that. And like and then, and then she was the one making the sacrifice Goals. this time. Yeah. And then yeah, I was yeah. just like, ah, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like you still owe me a dance lesson. That was the that was the change from yeah. instead of dance, and yeah, I, I was talking to another friend about that and how I really appreciate the fact that it's kind of like proof that it was always the, the essence of Steve, Steve Rogers. Yeah. It wasn't Captain America and the serum. Steve. It was Steve that that Peggy was ultimately in, who she was in love with, mm-hmm. um, and so I love that because I'm a big old. What do they call them? Steggy. Steggy Stan. Oh, uh, Steggy Stan. Steggy Stan. Steggy. So I love Stephen Peggy. Um, and, you know, it's it's that kind of sentiment that is very, it's carried over within other issues, like comic book issues of what if, for instance. Um, another one here. What if Spider-Man had res- rescued Gwen Stacy? And oh. so this is a big one. Um, Yikes. I guess I can talk about it right now. But uh, essentially... Uh, you know, this is the story where, you know, if you're familiar with Spider-Man at all or you saw a couple of the movies, she falls off the bridge. Spider-Man tries to save her. Neck goes snap. One of like the most like grueling on screen yes, deaths this, I've seen. Like I have to save the big one for her uh, her episode because she it's quite it's it's a huge story. <laughs> anyway, in this in the what if version, he saves her. It's great. Ooh. It's good. They're good. Like, he does it proper. He does it two hands. He pulls her. He doesn't snap or nothing. And he pulls her up perfectly right. She's like, oh, thank you. And then he reveals himself. I'm Spider-Man. She's <laughs> like, oh. Because, like, <laughs> if you know anything about Gwen Stacy and the, the Silver Age comics of Spider-Man is that she was constantly like, oh, Spider-Man's doing this. And Spider-Man, is he a man of I don't know. Because her father was yeah, yeah. stressed, uh-huh. you know, and pressed. And, um... And so he he just comes for he just comes out and says I'm Spider-Man and she's actually okay with it. She's like great. They get married. Whoa. Like happily ever after. Wow, what a different and turn then, of events. I almost don't want to spoil the ending, but at the end he still goes to jail because of J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson nails him because of all the things that he did as Spider-Man. Wow. So it it's again, it's kind of like Twilight Zone in that 
not everything is really happily ever after, like we see in episode one um, with Peggy and Steve and how you think, oh, maybe they'll actually get their, like have their timeline. And it's like, nah, (laughs) she still goes away. It's, it's, it's still muddled, but that's the trick. She's the one that stays alive. Yeah. And it's, and I feel like that's kind of, that calls back to kind of Uatu's like, uh, you know, his, his own, you know, thing about finding his father's um, happy ending. Mm -hmm. Like, does it even exist at that point? Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, does does a happy ending really ever exist for for yeah. Stephen Peggy? And I mean, we kind of see that in Endgame. It's a little different story. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, and like you mentioned, Bucky and the Howling Commandos. Even I will never get tired of different versions of them bursting through the door. Yeah. <laughs> that that so key good. scene. So we saw it first in Captain America: First Avenger. Then we saw it again in Falcon and Winter Soldier with John Walker. Um, and then now we're seeing it with Peggy and the Howling Commandos. And so it goes without saying, like, what if it's full of Easter eggs? Yeah, a left lot, and right. literally all of them. Yeah, all of them. Anything you could possibly yeah. imagine. Um, and so uh, before we get into episode two, we have a comment from a listener, Ariel. Woo. Hi, Ariel, on Instagram, who simply said, T'Challa as Star-Lord destroyed me. Yeah, and I want—I mean, like, dang, I, I agree. Dang, like that—that <laughs> that was that, that, combo? that episode was fire, was crazy fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, this is really good. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and I had written on my notes because you know I like to keep tabs on stuff. Literally, there is no story of this. There's no source material. This it's is a, it's a brand new original idea, completely new idea that it's they great. brought to the table. That's great. And I love it so much because it is very distinctly, you know, again, what if the series is very MCU um, leaning, whereas the comic books is obviously comic book. And so to see them go that deep with T'Challa uh-huh. and then Star-Lord and just go, whoop. Yeah. And it makes uh, sense, too. I was like, I, was like oh, I wonder how they're going to, like, yeah. have T'Challa be the one that picks up. <laughs> Get, gets picked, that gets picked it. up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that makes <sighs> sense. And it's just, it, and it's hilarious too. Cause yeah. then, um, cause Yondu's just like, how do you think this looks <laughs> like this? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Like everything that they, they called back to, it's, it's kind of like, you've got to wonder what their storyboarding looks like and what their, yeah. their outline. It's like, okay, they have every scene from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a whole different pathway for, yeah. for T'Challa as Star-Lord. Yeah. I'm oh like, oh, this is like, this, this is just totally different. Yeah. This is like, not even, it's the same, like, same, like, kind of structure of mm-hmm. the of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. but it's like a completely different path. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, it's interesting, not to, not to poo-poo on, on one of my faves too hard, but it's very interesting to see how different just changing that one role mm-hmm. affected so many people and the universe. That universe, yeah, that like u- totally different. Like if you just think, like even from the get go when Korath like encounters, yeah, I was T'Challa, not expecting that. Was not like, expecting who? that reaction at all. Yeah, when he did the who, I was like, oh, here we go again. And then he's like, instead of like, let's get him, he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm a huge fan, like, yeah, <laughs> fanboying over this guy. Classic style. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, and like, and then the sounds, and then the tools that he uses are like identical. So it's like everything is the same except for the character himself, and also his his purpose and and 
status within that group because mm-hmm. like you know in, in the films Star-Lord is like reluctantly there he's yeah. constantly trying to get away from them mm-hmm. they're constantly playing cat and mouse whereas in, in T'Challa's version it's very much more like he's a hero he's a hero yeah, he's, he's a like, celebrated hero like yeah they're just known cha-cha uh, ch- yeah cha- <laughs> Can we also mention good guy Thanos? I know. That I have never been thrown off by something so much. I, I literally was just like. <laughs> His face, Jeffrey's face. He's like, what? I was like, because like, oh, because like, who, who brought it up? Korath brought it up. He yeah. was like, how did you stop the Mad Titan? And you just see this big arms be like, he didn't. And I was just like, what the hell <laughs> is that? He just yeah. like, T'Challa. And it's Josh, and it's Josh and it's Brolin's Josh voice. Brolin, yeah. And I'm like, this is weird like this is crazy. I, he's not menacing They're at really, all the really playing on your senses too because like you've in your brain established Josh Brolin's voice is supposed to scare me he yeah. decimated half the planet yeah. and then yet what if is like oh my gosh he is really likable yeah. oh my gosh he's still thinking about genocide but not what is he what is the line that's that sounds a lot like, like genocide, genocide. And he's, he's like, no. He, oh, what did he say? What did he say? I, I can't remember. At um, ra- it was like at random, though. At random. At random. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. it's still genocide. I know. Oh, my gosh. And yet it's, you know, of course, it's it's a cartoon. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just so, again, they're flipping the script in a great way. I don't know if you've noticed when um, when Thanos was holding off the the guards mm-hmm. the, for, for the ship yeah that scream he does yeah where he's like getting beat up yeah. by the black order yeah i think that scream is from from when um he's getting put under by mantis oh like it sounded very you know, familiar i was thinking too and you know like sorry we didn't look this up but i was thinking too about how many sound bites they may have actually pulled from previous yeah. from the actual films yeah instead of actually having somebody having them recorded yeah, yeah. like like you know especially like in um in kurt um kurt, Russell. kurt russell's you know like, one line yeah, yeah like did they really bring line. him in or did they reuse it but but yeah it's just it was just crazy. the nebula looks different um, uh, i'm gonna say it again and i said this to jeffrey before i think <laughs> because in the comics nebula has had hair before Long, ravenous black hair. Raven, black hair, sorry. Mm-hmm. It's not hungry. Um, <laughs> and and for her to have hair in What If wasn't so jarring to me. Yeah. The fact that it was yellow was like, what? Why is she blonde? And I think, honestly, it's a it's a callback to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when Star-Lord is boarding the ship on Ego and he's like, what's Smurfette doing here? Because she looks like a Smurf. Like Smurfette. <laughs> she looks like, all you need to do is plop a white hat yep. on that girl and mm-hmm. she looks like Smurfette. So I don't know if that was intentional, but Karen Gillan as Nebula in that series, I mean, ugh, <sighs> love, I love what Just she does with that character. And, and like, yeah, that, it's so good. All those characters are, yeah, and then the Collector, I, I was just like, okay, why is he buff? Chad Collector, I was Tumblr like, calls him why Chad is, Collector. I was like, why is he like unnecessarily <laughs> buff right now? <laughs> he, he looks like Akuma out of Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, I right? agree. Oh my gosh. So so good. So good. And so, you know, with the series, like 25 MCU actors have returned to the roles. Now, again, whether they've returned or they're just using sound bites or in some cases, like Mm -hmm. using, you know, a a, a line or two. I mean, we're not sure. But um, that was announced at, you know, SDCC in 2019 as well. And um, and so I wonder because there are still characters that have not been confirmed the voice actors for, and so I wonder if in cases like Gamora, for instance, yeah. who hasn't been listed, like 
did they end up getting Zoe Saldana? They haven't said anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll know by this by the time this episode drops. But uh, it, I wonder who the rest of the filler cast is because you know, with with Captain America, with not Captain America, but Steve Rogers in particular, um, he's voiced by uh, Josh Keaton, who who's done many, many, many iterations of Spider-Man in the animated um, universe. And so it's nice to see these characters, these voice actors portraying characters mm-hmm. that um, may or may not be their usual, but... Same thing with Drax. Yeah. I mean, Drax is done by a different He's person great, in the series. Yeah. yeah, and it was great. And, you know, and it's kind of like the video games, too. You know, like Ultimate um, Alliance. A lot of those voice actors sound so much like their predecessors yeah. it's kind of insane so uh, I, I'm curious to see who ends up popping up as as which character there's so many there's so, so much many. more yeah, yeah. And, and also like I wonder if there's barely any because 25 people came back you know, <laughs> including Chadwick you know which is know, insane and he's in three he's in three more episodes three more I know Ugh, I can't wait so good and so there are nine episodes slated for this first season um, and you know of course the the jargon that they're using and saying season one leads me to believe they will be ongoing series yeah you know? just, um, i mean they have a lot of stories that they can just <laughs> yeah. flip so which is so wild because so that essentially means if you know with the mcu and how many movies we have existing and how many they're only going to cover in this first season mm-hmm. god like who knows what they're going to do in season two and mm-hmm. three and moving yeah. forward and so, yeah, I mean, have you looked at the the episodes coming up? I haven't. I mean, I just seen like the trailers and stuff. And I, I accidentally saw them. I know which one is last. Well, I know which ones are coming in what order, but I didn't look at the details. I did not. Nice. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I want to be delightfully surprised each and every time. Same. I might have to like, because I'm going to Hawaii. Um, yeah this next week so I might have to like watch it when I'm over there on, oh, my, yeah. on my phone you're gonna be on your phone probably laying back it. on the beach being like oh what if dropped <laughs> <laughs> and so um, so yeah that's that's kind of to be continued until next Wednesday and in the next six Wednesdays after that um, and God knows what we're gonna see in those in that next month and a half I mean I did see the pic of um, Spider-Man wearing Doctor the, Strange's the co- cape the cape oh, co- I was just saying coat <laughs> Wait, the, the cloak, of, the cloak, cloak of levitation. Yes. There it is. Sorry, the no cloak. capes, no capes. No capes. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. I'm yeah. glad they got Spider-Man to be a part of like this. Yeah. Because yeah, I know that's yeah. like, I know anytime Spider-Man pops up in a Marvel Disney yeah. property, it's it's very like, whoa, whoa. like you, you did a lot. Like, <laughs> now, do you think Tom Holland got to, to voice him? I'm going to say, I want to say yes. Just because I because I know I know I know Tom loves playing Spider-Man. He loves it too so um, much. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's not. Yeah, same. Sadly. Right. Sadly. Or unless they get um Well, I thought they were just gonna pull in Josh, Josh Keaton again. Oh, I was gonna say, what if they get the uh, Yuri? Oh, Yuri voice. Lowenthal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be actually <laughs> kind of cool. That'd, that'd be great too. <laughs> I love Yuri. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. And so um yeah, I wanted to di- to dive in back into the comics um you know until until we have more episodes to talk about but so there are quite a few instances where a what if book actually came true at least in the comic book verse Mm -hmm. and so um i named one of them already it was what if spider-man joined the fantastic four and he did twice nice so that's kind of funny and i he donned an outfit that I like to call the Oreo outfit. Okay. Because it's black and white. Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's cream with 
cookie. <laughs> so it's all nice. white, nice. but black like accents, which is really actually uh, okay. pretty sick. Like, it's, okay. and I think yes, it's in the Spider-Man game. Oh, okay. it's that white suit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. The, the new the Future Foundation suit. Okay. Um, and then uh, another one. One of the favorites that we're gonna see in the next year or two. What if Jane Foster had found the Hammer of Thor? And oh, so like she instead that, of yeah. yeah, that actually happened and it became a story uh, once again penned by Jason Aaron and uh, uh, drawn by Russell Dodderman. Um, another one. What if Hulk had the brain of Bruce Banner? So again, that was a what if concept. Yeah, and okay, so yeah. the funny thing is, is that we see Smart Hulk. We do. He's in Infinity War. Yeah. And he's wearing a cardigan and being cute. <laughs> saying, what was it? Say, oh, what is it? When they're taking the picture with the rest the Russo's like, kids. Hulk out. Oh, yeah. Hulk out. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, what if Spider-Man had not married Mary Jane? And so. Um, Interesting. I think I have that one here. Um, that's a big one because yeah. that actually turned into a huge arc that many Spider-Man made Spider-Man Mary Jane purists like loathe uh -huh. because it's called One More Day and basically they made a deal with Mephisto of course ding 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 ding, ding <laughs> Mephisto to save a dying Aunt May and oh, so okay. essentially what he did was that he he Tra he traded. He traded. He bartered them. <laughs> uh -huh. That's what you get when you put trade and barter put together. He bartered with them for their love, essentially. Got it. And he's like, I will undo everything and I will let her live, but you got to give me that whole energy of yours. You'll never remember this happened. You won't remember anything that led up to this. You'll oh just never have been together. And so he untangled their entire like history. Oh my God. Um, at least romantically. And <laughs> so uh, that was huge. They've since retconned parts of that, but you know, they're fine now. Don't worry. <laughs> and then, um, which brings me to the first issue in, in numerical order that I actually own, which was what if Electra had lived? And so oh. she came back, and you see that even in in the two thousand two Daredevil film with Batfleck oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jennifer oh Garner, gosh. which led to the Electra movie. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to talk about my mini stash here. So it's a I lot. Have a, it's a lot, guys. It's not a lot. These I are mean, only they're only ten. A lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pulled these out of my boxes, and so I I have um, let's see real quick. What if Electra had lived? Um, what if Legion had killed Magneto? Jesus. Do you know who Legion is? I don't believe so. So you didn't watch that Fox Hulu FX show then? Oh, definitely not. Yeah, because there was that show that uh, Dan Stevens <laughs> and Aubrey Plaza were in. Okay. And that was the character. Okay. He's Professor, Professor X's son. He's essentially the most powerful mutant of all oh, time. Oh, snaps. Okay. And so he kills Magneto and yeah. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned before, what if Rogue possessed the power of Thor? That's, that's A big one, so big that they did it twice. What if Phoenix rose again? Oh my gosh. Spoiler alert, she did. It was called the Dark <laughs> Phoenix Saga. <laughs> um, what if Spider-Man had rescued Gwen Stacy? Mm -hmm. You'll see a trend here. What if Spider-Man had not married Mary Jane, okay. like I just mentioned? Nice. What if the world knew that Daredevil is blind? Oh, whoa. Okay, that's very, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a very wow. interesting one. Um, what if Blink of Generation X had not died? So she was a big catalyst in the Generation I'm X done. books. Oh, okay. That's when Banshee and 
Emma Frost led a team of young mutants. Um, it was it was a great series in the nineties, um, and she was she was kind of like a a cornerstone character, and you saw her in Days of Future Past. Yes, yes, um, and so she was very powerful. And anyway. I loved her. Um, what if Aunt May died instead of Uncle oh, Ben? That's, that's a, a big good one. one. Yeah. Um, now this one's funny because it looks on the cover it very much resembles what we might be seeing from Spidey. Oh. But what if Spider-Man had never become a crime fighter, and he has a cape? Oh wow! <laughs> so I, I feel wonder. Like they, if they, I wonder if they pulled from that. <laughs> I feel like they may have pulled from this issue. Um, what if the Amazing Spider-Man had married the Black Cat? Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. That would be very And interesting. then, last but not least, the X-Men ask, what if Phoenix had not died? And it's, again, they Just, did it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the same story remixed, and it's another dark story. Oh, my story. gosh. Um, so these are the ones that I have. And, of course, there are tons tons more on Marvel Unlimited. Um, so, yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot of... So many stories to Twisty of remixes. I know. And so that's why I'm just like, oh, what are they going to do? And imagine if they did jump into X-Men territory now. Imagine. It'd be a solid, like, <laughs> roll, roll, roll into intro for, you know, be like, oh, like, this, this is what X-Men could possibly look like yeah. in the MCU. That'd be crazy. I mean, because the first X-Men property that's going to be is the Fantastic Four, right? Yeah. So we think. I mean, if unless I mean, you count that's, Deadpool. I mean, they announced it, and so that's yeah. the only one they announced. So, I yeah. mean, who knows when that's going <laughs> to yeah. get announced. Yep. And so, um, oh, I wanted to shout out listener Billy actually shared his his favorite or his first what if comic. And it was what if Wolverine had been Lord of the Vampires during Inferno? Jeez. And so Inferno is a is a huge arc back in the day, I think the 80s. Um, I mentioned her in a previous episode, Madeline Pryor, who was mm -hmm. a clone of Jean Grey. OK. Basically, it's baby cable. It's a lot of baby cable and demons and stuff. And so um, the Lord of the Vampires is actually um, a character named Varney. Mm -hmm. Varney, I don't know how you pronounce that. And he, um, long story short, short he uh, served in a cult of the Darkholders. Oh. I know you know that word. Okay. And uh, he was later transformed into a vampire. Um, of course, like all people do. <laughs> yeah, by the, <laughs> by the Darkhold itself. Jesus, um, man, all this talk of dark hole. I know. Like, <sighs> and um, allegedly was the last surviving vampire um, created in Atlantis wow. before the Great Cataclysm and ruled over Earth's vampires. And so that what if in particular just kind of, what if Wolverine had been that character? That's insane. <laughs> and so that's another scenario where you have this like, like powerful, regenerating character that can't die, die basically. as an undead. Uh, it's kind of wild. <laughs> Is that like counterintuitive at that point? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like kind of like Rogue and Thor. Un like undead. how do you? Yikes! Because even Thor can still be wounded. You get beat up. Yeah, it just yeah. takes a lot for him to get hurt. Right, but, but imagine still. it like Rogue powered, and she's absorbing people, and like woof, 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 woof. <laughs> and so um, we got a couple of uh, some what ifs from the the crowd. Oh, let's here. hear it out. Yeah, you ready? Was, you yeah. ready to talk, buddy? Uh -huh. Okay. First one from Patreon. Patreon. Andrew. Okay. What if yes. Iron Man had killed Cap and Bucky at the end of Civil War? At the end of Civil War? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be... What would have happened? 
Um, what's that? What's that? Um, what's that <laughs> comic you want? You want to see the? You know, what is oh, it? Superior Iron Man, dude. That <laughs> was my answer. <laughs> just turns, that was my answer. Just turns like, dark as hell. He turns dark as hell. He turns into Superior Iron Man, and that's it. Like the Avengers oh. are disassembled. Yeah. He goes back, and you have to imagine like. Everybody would be I would imagine him. like he yeah. killed Captain like America. The, yeah, the media presence would be oh, insane yeah. to be like it would eat him alive. Like Tony Stark killed Steve Rogers, yeah. Captain America, right. the face of America, basically. Yeah, and it's like America's whoa, ass. Whoa, Jesus! <laughs> like that's pretty intense. Like that's because what what happened? What what's the film after Civil War? Is it Avengers? No. Come on, Jeff, you got this. Well, no, Civil War don't. came out in 2016, so then the movies that came after Civil War. Mm-hmm. In 2017, mm-hmm. so or Black end of Black Panther. 20- well, Black Panther was beginning of 2017, yeah. right? And then Doctor Strange also came out in 2017. Huh. So all that, see, that could have all been affected. Could have all been affected. What maybe not so much Black Panther. Yeah. Because no, no, but um, maybe Doctor Strange. Um, but I mean, but what if they came? They when they became Infinity open, War would be a totally different but story. What if they became open and they became the provider of technology instead of Stark Technologies? Oh, and then, but then Superior Iron Man would just probably just get decimate crazy. everybody. Yeah, he go, he go, he go, he go, He's go crazy. Yeah, yeah, and but, Infinity War would be a totally different. Yeah. Oh, oh. No, no, I wonder if he would even be conspiring with Thanos at that point. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> they know each other. Yeah. They know of each other. Like, can you imagine if he's the one like getting the stones and he has that gauntlet? Oh, and Iron he's, Man? Yeah, and, and he's, he's like fighting. The, he's the big baddie instead And he's of- fighting Thanos in the Black Order with the the previous Avengers and the Dora Milaje. And wow, that would all be. Of the, oh, wow. Yeah. That, that would be crazy. <laughs> but also a world without Captain America and Bucky is not a world I want to live in. Yeah. I think it's like impossible. Yeah. This is why Steve Rogers is on the moon, guys. Um, and from Twitter, from ironically a, a listener named Steve, he, he asks, what if Iron Man didn't get the stones and Thanos got to snap again? again? That's it. That's the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, the end. It was nice while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There would be nothing. Because what Thanos wanted to do with the stones at the end of Endgame was like destroy this universe and create a new one. So yeah. it's like, oh well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. Like that's Roll it. Credits, and then it's black, and then it fades in, and it's baby Thanos. Yeah. And that's and it. then a new universe. Like, oh. there's no like, there's no mul- there, there, no multiverse would have gotten um, created w- created yeah, or discovered. There would be no no. Uh, yeah. That's, oh that's just it. The, the cinematic universe just ends. And there's no Sylvie, no Sylvie to to shake the that's, tree. Yeah, that's just hilarious. Oh my gosh! If you think about it, I would have loved to see that because when when Thanos was describing like what he was gonna do, I'm gonna shred this universe yeah. to its last atom, and and from start scratch start a new one <sighs> that that knows not what it has lost, but only what it has gained. You should see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know that a little too well. Born out in the blood. <laughs> And you won't be alive to tell oh. them. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm frightened. Oh my god. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's so good. Um, now I pose this question to you now. What are what are some what ifs that you you wonder about? I know. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Oof. What if one that came immediately to mind when I was thinking about? It, I was like, what if Doctor Strange never got into a car accident? Ooh. 
Now, do you think that somebody else would have been like the chosen and one? Who else? Uh, who like who? Because because then he would just be a, a surgeon. He would but, just be a surgeon. But like the ancient one said, like it's inevitable that he's supposed he's he's supposed he to be the best of us. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're about five years too early and whatever. <laughs> what he's, if yeah, what if Stephen Strange never got into a car accident? Yeah, I wonder if there's an actual. I feel like that that could have been an issue. Oh, what if? What if? what if Civil War n- never happened? What if what if Tony and Steve never had their differences? Mm. But do you then think that then they wouldn't have disagreed on the Sokovia Accords and they just would have like, yeah, sure, oh, we'll work for the government. Agree- okay, yeah, so what if they agreed on the Sokovia or mm. what if they agreed on the Sokovia Accords? Mm. But it depends on which side. Mm. You know? Like what if Tony was like, yeah, you're right, Steve. I'm not signing these. I'm not signing it. We're not going to be government And or what yeah. if Steve says, you're right, Tony. Maybe we should be under the government. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Can you imagine that? Wow. Yeah. I we, would, we, see, we see that threaded all the way up until yeah. Black Widow and how like how I, it is and how they're if, on the run, if, on the lamb. Yeah. If Tony went on Steve's side. Yeah. Infinity War, I think the saga would end at Infinity War. There would be no end game. Yeah. I think they'd come together and defeat Thanos. Thanos. Mm, interesting. At, at the end of Infinity War. Because ah. um, they, they fought him separately, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like... That's true, huh? Ooh. But then on the flip side, if if Cap joined Tony's side of saying we do need to be under mm-hmm. um, a government supervision, mm-hmm. I just feel like the vendors would just fall apart. You know, that said... I'm going to twist it up a little more. What if that all happened? And then at the end of Black Widow, instead of departing, Yelena went with Nat and Nat brought her to go find, to go find the rest of the team. And like the widows were there too. Oh, that would be smashing. Uh, (laughs) What? Oh, here's another one. What if Clint was the one to die on Vormir? Ooh. Or what if it was just someone else that did like? Because I, I always wonder. Yeah. Who who let Clint <laughs> and Nat be the ones to go to Vormir? Like, was it besides you know the, the writers but, and? But didn't Cap like assign them? Did it's it not even Cap? that, but like when they were explaining the yeah. stones and where the where the where soul going, stone was, yeah. someone was like 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 what's Vormir? And then Nebula's like, you like it's a planet. It's, it's where Thanos killed my sister. Yeah. And then someone and then Paul Rudd was like, not it, not it. Yeah. So it's like. So you, so you got to know that like, someone had to tell them that you need to sacrifice somebody to get the stone. <laughs> so I'm like, who sent Nat and Clint? But did they know that? Did they, but did they know that? I don't think they did. I don't think they knew no one, that. I mean, she, obvi- she knew that she died there, but she didn't know how. Obviously, obviously for oh, yeah. story purposes, yeah. Of course, you yeah. Know, but like, Exposition. I'm like, no one told them. Yeah. No one like was like, like you know what? Way, hey, by the way. Only one of you is coming back. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. So it's like. Either it's like, what if Clint did it, or what if what if another adventure went like? Mm-hmm. But then again, for the story, those two going yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, I do wonder what would happen then. Clint wouldn't, huh? Huh? Here's another one I just thought of. Huh? <laughs> what if Nebula was a superior sister rather than Gamora? Mm-hmm. Like, what if their power dynamic? I feel like changed? that might be a one too, and you kind of see that, you know, in the Gamora and Nebula book. The, the novel. Yeah, because Gamora's always the one winning She's the fights as a one. child. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? In in the novel, they, you know, again, it's it's kind of a 
prequel of sorts where it's stories of them before their time in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And so Nebula even says, like, in the narrative, she's like, Gamora was always kind of the superior daughter, but Thanos always equipped her better. She He gave her better weapons. He gave her advantages to, to kind of like just ruin Nebula from the get go. Uh-huh. He wanted to just make her the lesser. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, oh, interesting theory. What if what if indeed he had equipped her better and didn't try to just sabotage her? Yeah. I mm, I can't even I see know. that. I have one more. Oh, God. <laughs> now now it's just rolling off like my Let's go, like, let's go, yeah. let's hear it, hear it. What if in um in Iron Man, what if Iron Man he he didn't privatize his his selling of his weapons because mm. you know how like in Iron Man 2 right yeah. he was like you can't have my property yeah. because I just privatized world peace whatever yeah. like what if he was just like what if he did continue to sell like, his his weapons his weapons everybody. yeah and it was just yeah whatever screw it <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> right? I almost feel like again any of those routes he just would have been he would have turned into superior yeah. Iron Man one way or another oh my god uh, what if Captain America had like those John Walker um, personality traits Ugh. where he like, he, he, it was never about like freedom, yeah. but he was just kind of like, wh- he, 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 what if Captain America had peacemaker traits? <laughs> Before or after <laughs> serum though? After serum. Okay. Cause I feel like he would never That's have true. gotten the serum. As, yeah. Yeah. Peacemaker traits. Yeah. Cause peacemaker is <laughs> yeah, basically no, like Captain basically, America. Yeah, yeah. No, no. And the but, character like, from the boys way. too. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that, he would be peacemaker. He yeah. would be peacemaker without. But Chris Evans, though. But Chris Evans, <laughs> Chris Evans being just super violent. And a toilet yeah. helmet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my There's gosh. So many. Ooh, that so... would be. That, he would have been Hail Hydra Cap. Oh yeah. What if? Yeah. What if? What if they did that? Exactly. It's an actual comic book run. Yeah. Exactly. But, oh, I don't like Dark Cap. Yeah. Cap is There's too pure a... for this world. Or let's see what else. What else can I think of? Yeah. Off come the on. Top I like your. I like your ideas. Of the head. Um, um, the Nebula Gamora one is really good. I like, I like that a lot. What if, I mean, what if like they, what if they, what if Wakanda never went into hiding and they just built Wakanda oh, and they, and they, and they never, up. they never hid in plain sight. Yeah. That could have been a game changer for sure. For the whole world. For the entire by, by world. Yeah. would have been accessible to everywhere. For everybody. And would have just like an or all do out you like think, turf war. Or do you think it would be a turf war? I think so. Like oil. Because you, you saw it in, in, in the Black Panther movie yeah. saying, like, we need to get our resources out to the people who are struggling. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah, they yeah. could use this. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, what if... And you saw, like, yeah. the results of it. Yeah. People would just attack Wakanda and be like, exactly. we, need, we need your well, vibranium. we might see something like that in, in the episode with Killmonger and Iron Man. That's true. Yeah. Because Stark <laughs> so Industries... And, we don't know where that goes. I haven't seen... A lick of that one. Like, that one's going to be funny. All we see from that is that opening is, is Killmonger part. Killmonger saving, saving t- Tony, Tony Stark. And that's it. Yeah, we haven't seen anything else. So that's yeah. going to be wild. So, uh, God, I can, keep, <laughs> I can keep them rolling. Uh, what if... What if? Sony never allowed <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> in the MCU. That <laughs> is my nightmare. Can you imagine? What if, yeah, what if Spider-Man never appeared in Civil War? Oh, my God. I mean, I don't... Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? But I feel like we wouldn't even have the films that we have now. Like we would, we would maybe have had an amazing Spider-Man three, <laughs> maybe. What if there would be no Tony, Tom what Holland? If, what if Tony Stark? Okay, and then on top of that, what if Tony Stark wasn't the one that put, t- takes Peter under his wing, 
Mm. And let's say it's Cap that takes him under his wing. Ooh, I like that. But then he wouldn't have the tech. So he would be sad Peter sewing his own suit like Andrew Garfield in Amazing Fire. Or what about when <laughs> Doctor Strange took took Peter Ooh. under his wing? Ooh. And he learns the multiverse. I'm multiverse. And he's able to have a sling ring. I mean, that might be where the hot toy is from. <laughs> sling ring Spidey. Or Imagine. That, I wonder what, I mean, I don't want to get too spoilery there, but yeah, I wonder... Ooh, that's a good one too. Slingering Spidey, that'd be cool. I just want to see ten minutes of Tom it's Holland magic. bugging Benedict More magic. Cumberbatch. <laughs> magic More <for> magic. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's my favorite thing about the the Star Lord hot toy that I have from Infinity oh, War is yeah. that he comes with the Doctor Strange yeah, yeah, platforms yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can step on him. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that scene. What else? What else? What if? What if? What do you think? Oh God, I don't know. Mine are too X Men oriented. They don't resonate with anybody. <laughs> What is a good one? What Man. is a good one? Um, and it's a lot about role reversals. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's kind of... Who is a good one? I don't know what a good one would be. It's just... It's just... There's so much. And... Uh, yeah, like, what if... Yeah, like, like what if Stephen Strange never got into an accident? Mm-hmm. What if... What if, it, what if it was Peter Parker who didn't get bit well, by a spider? And that's a real story now. Uh, but not entirely. What if it was Mary Jane? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They call her, she's the spinneret in, oh, in, nice. an, in an alternate universe. The spinneret. Um, but that would be an interesting one, like, to really, and I think inevitably in, in the versions that have been done on that, yeah, the person who gets bitten is just, does not use it for good. Yeah. Almost always. Because yeah. it's always about the person that's at the heart of that catalyst, you know what I mean? And it's like Steve, for instance. Yeah. Oh, what about this one? What if, what if Infinity War when when Thanos stabs Iron Man? Yeah. What if Iron Man just died right there? I thought he was. I thought he was done. Yeah. I remember when I sit in that theater and I gasped. Yeah. My gasp. I was like, he's I've done. never heard a. I've never heard a. <laughs> A theater go so silent so quickly <laughs> right. when Iron Man got stabbed, oh, and we're, I was like, well, it's "No that way!" Sound. Right? You hear that sound? It's like, I was just like, "No way!" Yeah. Right? And there's no way he dies here. He couldn't have yet. on a planet. That would have sucked. <laughs> so, like, but what if he did just end up yeah. dying? And, and Strange never, sac- never, yeah, sacrificed never sacrificed a stone. <sighs> oof, oof! There's too much. Oh yeah, and that goes into another one. Like, what if? Because remember, uh, yeah. Stephen Strange said like. Whether it comes to you or the kid, I mm. will not hesitate yeah. to save the stone. <laughs> and like, what if he was like, yeah, yeah. Just, just die. <laughs> just die. <laughs> Kill him. Oh You're never giving the stone, dude. Just, yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, it's, in, it's hidden in the stars and you'll never find it. Right. So. Oh my like, gosh. Because yeah, and it's, oh, all of that, all of that could have been, yeah, all it takes is one scenario. What to if Star-Lord oh, never made it personal? And he didn't start hitting Thanos when he was under under Mantis. That's the big and, one. And That's they, the one that they, I would have liked. Got, and they got the gauntlet off. Yeah. And they're like, "Cool, we did it." <laughs> <laughs> See now that that poses the question: Were they meant to lose? Were they meant to lose? According to Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah right. He knew. He knew. He, it was knew. Gonna, he, knew. he, knew it was he was like, oh, "We're gonna have to sacrifice. We're gonna have to break a few eggs." Yeah. Why do you? Th- 
I, that's that's what I think because obviously Doctor Strange knew. That's why he never he never said anything right during like while they were holding restraining mm-hmm. Thanos. Like he wasn't saying anything when Quill was going on his you know monologue. And that's the thing. Like people are oh Star Lord, oh Star Lord. I'm like you know that there were other people there. Yeah, you know. And you, he didn't do anything. Yeah, the only person that said something was Tony. Yeah, he was just like he was hey, like cool, he was like Quill. Cool, we cool, almost cool, got cool, it. Cool, we almost got it. Cool. Yeah. No, keep no. It cool. Keep cool. But Strange yeah. never said anything. He never said he was just a like, darn he was, thing. He was, he was probably like, here it comes, oh, here it goes. It's like it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. you gotta let it go. But like, man. yeah, what if, what Oof. if he, what if he, what if they got it, got it off, and then he's like, cool. That would have been the we end won. of the movie. <laughs> but you know what's crazy is that Gamora would still be dead. Yeah, that's, that's messed anything. up. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. Sorry, Quill. I <laughs> <laughs> know. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see so how good. they do. They're just, that's why I think like they can do this show for multiple seasons, yeah. however long they want to. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, because dude. there is an endless amount of story to tell. Endless. And flip. So it's endless. Like, I think this. I think. Uh, nah, I'm not gonna mention. It. Never mind. Um, <laughs> What? There's so many. What if what if Drax had killed Gamora in in the prison? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's like, a good one. What if Gamora had killed Star Lord in the prison? <laughs> what if Vision hadn't died? That's I was thinking that as well. What if Pietro hadn't died? Oh, that's a big one. And that Clint did. Yeah. Poor Clint. Why leave Clint alone? I know. Alone. I know. Clint's always like in these near death <laughs> situations and getting bailed He's, out. Bro. That's why I'm telling you. <laughs> that's why I'm so paranoid that Yelen is going to come for him and, and kill him. him. Yeah, I think she's going to do it gruesomely. I, I'm not going to say. She, I think she's going to do it. I think it's a high probability that she's going to like it ends. Get away the series with ends with him just dying. Dying. Yeah. Like because it doesn't say Clint Barton. It's not called Clint Barton. It's called Hawkeye. And Kate Bishop is also Hawkeye. And she takes over the mantle <laughs> exactly. because Elena comes and murders and him. Murders <laughs> Clint. But that's a good that's a good call. Like for for Scarlet Witch in particular. Like what? She's gone through so much. Like what if what if she didn't have this much just heartbreak? Yeah. What if she was like what if what if everything was just okay? Yeah. Like Pietro yeah, doesn't die. If you think of that, you know how she senses his death. She then that create that creates the chaos energy she uses there, and then she goes to kill Ultron himself, and then Vision comes to like save, yeah. you know, to take her to safety. None of that would have happened if Pietro hadn't died. If Pietro had just come back, they all True. rendezvous. They all get cool. off uh, the you know we off won. of Sokovia, and yeah, and then they won again. <laughs> but then there wouldn't be there wouldn't be one division and all that stuff. But even then, if he, if Thanos hadn't gotten the stone, for instance, from from Vision, we see that they gave that to us in yeah. the film, and re, you know he used the, the the time stone for that. What so, if Ultron succeeded in his plan and that crater drops? Oofed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know. Yeah. Oh I boy! Know. There's so. It's all those scenarios. Oh, what if? Tony and Tony and, and Banner didn't create Ultron. Yeah. 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 Dang. There's, man. Dang. So many. What so if Bucky many. hadn't been frozen? What if Bucky oh, was what? hadn't been frozen? If he was never in cryo, he would have. He might be an old man by now. Actually, what if he just died. On the tra- <laughs> he what if he died. just died on the train? Yeah, he would have died in '96. Or if he just died on the train, yeah, that'd be interesting. Hmm. Hmm. 
What if? What if Goose never took out <laughs> Nick Fury's eye? <laughs> Some people pretend that never happened because they're just like, wait, what? People what? are so mad that that was the reason he lost his eye. And I was like, honestly, I think it's freaking hilarious. It's pretty funny. Like, it's pretty funny. Like, who cares? Because everybody had theories like, oh, how did he like, lose oh. his eye? Oh, was it Wolverine? Oh, there's three claws on his eye. Oh, it's Wolverine. No, it, no. Just, it was a cat. It, it was, was a, a It was a kitty cat. Holy the cosmic hilarious. Was yeah. it a cop-out? Sure. It was definitely a cop-out. But it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It's good. Well, oh, I mean, if anybody has any other what-if scenarios, I know. We please can, I let can us literally know. just keep going, but... I want more from Jeffrey's brain. I think... <laughs> It's just gonna be two hour episodes of me just like I'm, what literally, if? I'm literally that Charlie Day meme right now. What if? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, okay, so you know, that said, would you believe it's the end of the show? <sighs> Crazy. Crazy. But I do wanna say, I mean, this is probably a no brainer. Our next character study will be the one and only Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Um, Jeffrey and I had the awesome opportunity to see the film ahead of its a public release date thanks yes. to Marvel yes and so we watched it um on August 18th um and you know no spoilers but we I think yeah. easy to say we both loved it yeah make sure you guys watch this movie yes. it's only gonna be in please. theaters please watch it it's worth it it I will say it's it's a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but there were times where I forgot I was yeah. watching a Marvel film. It's so new, yeah, and it's it's, it's fresh, very fresh. It's something it's, we it's haven't great. seen. Oh my gosh, yeah, I was just dumbfounded. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. this is just different." Yeah, go and watch it. Please do yeah. September third. Um, go support our our Asian crew there. Yeah, and Asian creators can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome because again, this is a character I don't know anything about way before yeah. my time, and you know he just kind of faded into the background, and and to kind of see him slowly coming back to the surface and in, in a more tasteful way, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, awesome. Love it. Um, we may have a special guest for that episode. We're not sure yet. Not so sure. we'll you know stay tuned for some uh, announcements if so. And then after that, we'll have another mini Marvel. So if you have any questions for Jeffrey or yours truly, please send them our way. Um, Any any other anything else left on on the what if board for you before we Uh, we go down there? Our final credits off the top of my what if? (laughs) (laughs) What if ego never planted that tumor in in Quill's mom? Oh man! What if he never smashed that Walkman? Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, that too. Yeah. So if he never planted the yeah, tumor, what if, what if, then she never would have died. Then he never would have ran outside. He never would have been in the hospital. He never would have been picked up by 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 the Ravagers in the first place. Yes. That could have unraveled the T'Challa thing. Yeah. It could have. And yeah, or what if? Yeah, what if? And he would still be sweeping up at Dairy Queen. Yeah. Or what if he did combine with <laughs> his with his dad on the planet, Ooh. and they just took over the freaking world in a in a, in a, in a the bad way? Universe. <laughs> they they could have been the Thanos of Infinity War. Yeah, because they're pretty like powerful. It. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, but that could have also spawned a whole new. Uh, like plethora of characters to be introduced because in the comic books Peter Quill has a half sister, oh. and she's like omnipotent. <laughs> it's like what's happening? Uh, the family trees. I'm telling oh, you. Another from. one involving Quill. <laughs> huh. What if he was able to kill Gamora on um nowhere? Ooh. Instead of having Thanos reality stone him with the with the bubbles and everything. <gasps> Wait, you said 
Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Wow. That reaction. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Ooh, can you imagine? That was their last thing. It was like, I love you. <laughs> like, Another one. Oh my God. <laughs> what if the collector had collected all this infinity stones? Yeah, that could have been a probable one because you know that he was thinking He's about it. He's already had two. He was thinking about it. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, oh, I cannot do it. Karina? What if Karina was able to, to wield the power stone <laughs> yeah. in that scene? In that scene. Oh, man. That would have been, that would have been interesting for I sure. Can, yeah. It's just, yeah, I forgot she died there, huh? I know. Yeah. I can, I can go. Yeah, because, you know, it's interesting. In, in Infinity War, uh, the books, Nebula uh, has the, the gauntlet at one point. And what if Nebula wields the gauntlet <laughs> yeah. in these movies? Uh, yeah, everybody be, would, would be in trouble. Everybody. She'd go after Gamora first, but everybody What would if be in Iron trouble. Man doesn't die from the from the from the from the stones? <laughs> Can you imagine if he didn't die from the snap? <sighs> that would have been like a happy ending. Happy, happy ending. It would have been like the most it'll probably he'll probably be like he'd be like, Yeah, he did it. Yeah. He saved the world again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and then there would be no funeral. And then Who knows how that would have ended? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What if Cap didn't miss his jump point? I was gonna say that was gonna that was the next thing I was gonna think of. Like what if Cap didn't <gasps> And he doesn't pass on the shield to yeah, he doesn't to pass Sam. on and then we wouldn't have Oh my god. Would Bucky still have long hair? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> probably. Oh my god. Yeah, there's so many. There's... Oh my gosh. <sighs> oh my gosh. What if Wanda didn't take over a whole um city? <laughs> <laughs> a whole town. A whole town. Like, and then there would be no, there wouldn't have been. What if Jimmy Woo never learned that magic trick from, from, from Paul from, from Scott. Scott. Oh my gosh. Oh. oh, then we wouldn't have had Jimmy Woo and Darcy together with potential to meet Luis one day. What if Monica Rambo was able to make it through the, through the, the, force, the field, force field, but without getting the powers? Yeah. She was just able to walk through the. Oh, that would have been a bummer. Uh, what if what if Monica hadn't died? Maria hadn't died. <laughs> see, <laughs> would, would that, I hate see? this. Oh, this is the if? worst. That's a lot. We can literally just spend like two, three <laughs> two hours, hours just what asking if? what if. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> that said, thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a great salute to Rob and Joe, Liz, Ed, Claire, Jenny, Andrew, and Melanie for your constant support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Follow us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. We have Patreon. If you want to become a Patreon, we have Patreon. Super easy. And that is all. And with that said, we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. As for me, these are my stories. I observe all that transpires here, but I do not, cannot, will not interfere, for I am the Watcher. <laughs>